Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so gun stores in the U.S. sold out of guns and ammo in one day. Grocery stores only allowing small groups at a time inside these stores. And also the Stafford Act. The Stafford Act. The president of the United States has declared he's imposed the Stafford Act. It is now in effect. So what does that mean for gun owners? And also, I want to ask you, race and coronavirus, because Mr. McAfee says that blacks do not, blacks are not going to get the coronavirus. Let's talk about that. Let's review the data from the 1918 influenza pandemic. Let's talk about all of that today. So, man, let me tell you, on Friday, people lost their ever-loving mind. You know, liberal Austin and around the country, they just they just attacked gun stores and purchased guns. They didn't care what they were buying. They were just like, I want a gun. I don't care if it works. It doesn't work. They were losing their ever-loving mind. I mean, people were buying ammunition for the wrong caliber of guns. It was just insane on yeah. Friday. <laughs> they were definitely getting it done. So. You know, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Because uh, people just – grocery stores, they were just bombarded. Uh, gun stores, uh, the academies, you know, all your big box stores, your mom and pop stores just sold out of guns and ammunition. Yeah, I've got a friend who is hyper left-leaning, and he asked me this week, he said, hey, can you help me buy a gun? <laughs> this guy it's, is totally anti-gun. He said, it might be the end of the world. I need a gun. <laughs> insane i'm like dude you're you're running a little late because yeah. i'm like five or six you know uh incidents before now i'm ready i'm prepared i got my ars i got my ammo i got my nine my 40 my 45 uh i got my my 223 5.56 i'm ready i got my 7.62 <laughs> i'm telling you i got my ammo i'm ready to go mm-hmm. 
These people lost their ever-loved mind this week. Friday was just insane. And then I had people that were just in, they were angry with me. They're just like, you guys are not answering your phones. I'm like, dude, we can't answer phones. We can't handle the amount of phone calls we're getting right now. You just can't handle it. It's insane. Insane. Felicia. Yeah, I was, I guess, a little ahead of the curve because I'm always prepared for the world to end. But I was out running a few errands yesterday just kind of in preparation for the quarantine. And I had to go to Academy and I was like, eh, I'm here. (laughs) Michael's store is really far south. Like, I'll just grab a couple boxes of ammunition while I'm here. No big deal. Y'all, the entire store was empty. Gone. There was nothing. I don't even think there was a fishing pole left. There was nothing left in that store. Insane. I mean, there was some UT like t-shirts left because they suck but like right. other than that there was nothing there <sighs> like austin's real liberal until a pandemic happens right and then they need all the guns all of a sudden they're, they're pro gun then yeah <laughs> every everything was gone there was no camo there was nothing and i was like okay i'm, I'm like but i thought you were anti-gun i thought you were like guns are bad yeah Ooh, we don't like guns guns are bad no ammunition no guns we don't need a gun just use our fists but let me tell you, they dug it out then. Friday was insane. It was just mayhem. Do you know that we received pers- we received like 200 phone calls? We're getting like, it, I don't even know. It was just madness. I, I actually received codes. I get codes to my email whenever there's something wrong with the phone system, whenever there's like error messages. And it was just telling me like on the hour, every hour, that we're maxing out. Me, too many people were calling on the amount of phone lines that we had coming in. And that's never happened ever before. I'm talking uh, prior to the Sandy Hook shooting. Sandy Hook shooting. I mean, I've seen, you know, it was crazy then. I thought, man, this was like insane. Sandy Hook. But this is like Friday. That's you wouldn't even get that message. You were getting like, I'm sorry. You know, it was something about your subscriber has reached its max limit. It was like really weird messaging. It's just, we just couldn't handle it. Um, their credit card processors, I tried to call them because there's issues with credit cards. It was just like, they were, I had to email them. It was just insane. Friday was the worst. I've never seen anything like this before in my life. Anything, ever, ever, everything. I've never been more thankful to work from home. Like I was born for social distancing. <laughs> I've been practicing for this. Well, the, the like, ma- you guys are the exception, and after this, you may not see me for a bit. It, it, well, the mayor said, you know, and I quote, and by the way, I'm wiping my hands. The mayor said, because just what you said, I need to wipe my ears. The mayor said, you know, we should go out and we should, you know, have a drink and, you know, and all that good kind of stuff. But then he changed his message. Yeah, that's what he said last week. Yeah, and days later, he changed his messaging. He Singing gave- a different tune. What did he say? Uh, I no longer agreed with that statement. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> they lost their They canceled South by Southwest. We talked about that last weekend. And then within days, he came out with a PSA, you know, saying, you know, let's go out. Let's patronize our restaurants. Let's go to our bars and let's have a drink. Let's tip, tip your wait staff. And now he changes messaging. He's come back, and 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 that that video is actually on the mayor's page. Is actually on Mayor for Mayor Austin Adler Facebook page. Um, but we're gonna play that for, play that for you a little later. You'll catch that uh, Mayor for uh, Mayor uh, Steve Adler on his Facebook page. We'll play that for you a little later. And it, it was a PSA that <laughs> that talked about 
um, you know, coming out and, you know, patronizing your different restaurants, your bars and all that stuff and having a little good drink. And then he changed that messaging altogether. He said, oh, we may need to practice. What was that? So, what was that, Felicia? Social distancing. Social districting. I can't even say it. I can't distancing. Even. Thank you. That thing that you did not do earlier. Yeah. I, He's I, like, come here. Give me a hug. I'm like, no, no, yeah, thank you. I don't do it. Hard pass. <laughs> that's right. I'm all about hugs. I'm anti-hugs all the time, not yeah. just during yeah, let's the get coronavirus. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> and then and and we're going to talk about that later on the in the hour. We're going to talk about the Stafford Act because the president of the United States has came out and he's, he's actually imposed the Stafford Act. The president has said, you know what? We're going to act the Stafford Act and you need to find out what does that mean? What does the Stafford Act mean for gun owners and why did they impose this? We're going to talk about that later in the hour. And also, man, let me tell you, race what is his What is his name? Um, John McAfee. John, John McAfee came out this week and he said, "Blacks do not get the coronavirus. It's impossible." Yeah, he's a liar. You think so? Yeah, he's a liar. Yeah, that's not true at all. You know, it it may be different. You know, there are things that blacks are susceptible to that uh, whites are not, like um, sickle cell anemia. Sickle cell anemia. That is correct. But when it comes to the flu and things of that nature, coronavirus. That is not true. This isn't the flu, Michael. It's not. It's much more. It's much more intense. This is very intense. That's right. Because someone's going to yell at me and it was like, Michael, this is not the flu. This is worse than the flu. This is the coronavirus, Michael. It needs to be taken seriously. Okay. I will take it serious from now on. I promise you. I'm just saying. I, I We're talking want... about that more. We come back from the break. Gun stores <clears throat> in the U.S. sold out of guns and ammo in one day. Grocery stores are only allowing small groups at a time inside the stores. The Stafford Act. It is now in effect. What does that mean for gun owners and race and coronavirus? Let's review the data for the 1918 influenza pandemic. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Peace. This is Mark Pure. You're listening to Come and Talk It Radio with Michael Cargill. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. 
All right, so we're back. We're talking about gun stores in the U.S. sold out. They're selling out of guns and ammo. So you know what? If you're behind the power curve and you decided today, you know what? You woke up and you say, you know what? I'm going to go out there and I'm going to buy me a gun and give me some ammunition. You're late. You're behind the power curve. You know what? And this is why... This is why the United States, that's why the government, the federal government won't tell you about aliens. Because you know why? You can't handle it. You can't handle the truth. You cannot handle the fact. You can't handle the truth. That's right. You can't handle the fact that we have aliens in this country, that on this world, this planet. Yeah, they don't even let you call them aliens anymore. They shouldn't because you can't. You lo- people are losing their ever-loving mind. I think you and Zach are talking about two different types of aliens. <laughs> What's Zach talking about? He's talking about illegal aliens. Hey, they're undocumented. Undocumented uh, aliens. Persons. Yeah. Nah, they're aliens, brother. No, no, no. We're talking about from another planet. People can't handle it. I mean, they're you you you're talking about coronavirus. There's a there's a, a really bad, really bad, 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 bad strain of a flu. That's going around, and people are just like, "I need, I need toilet paper." What is this thing with toilet paper? I don't get it. What is with the toilet paper? Well, unlike you, a lot of people actually use toilet paper after using the bathroom. You can't eat it, people. You can't <laughs> eat the toilet paper. So, what is your infatuation? You know, this guy in Tennessee, he went out and he bought like um, hand sanitizer and all different types of stuff, and they banned him from one of the um, outlets there. He couldn't sell his stuff. And now he's stuck with a garage full of all this stuff. I heard about a couple that bought Lysol wipes and resold them and made 70 grand in profit. That's price already. gouging. That's illegal. It is. There was a there was a 99 cent store in I think it was New Jersey uh-huh. that was busted for price gouging and they got they got fined $90,000. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, the 99 cent store, more like the $99 store. All right, what up, my cousin? My cousin from Alabama. How you doing in Alabama? You guys okay? You got enough toilet paper in Alabama? Because let me tell you, in Texas, we're we got enough toilet paper here. Felicia, you're from Alabama? No, I'm definitely not from Alabama. I don't know why he's looking. <laughs> I don't know why he pulled me in. I'm just gonna say that like price gouging is not always a bad thing. It's basic supply and demand. Ooh. If the demand for something goes up and the supply stays the same, then the price has to go up in order to create equilibrium. So in this scenario where there's a bunch of morons going and buying toilet paper, I They'd agree They'd buy a you. lot less toilet paper but if it was what, 20 bucks a package. What if it was a situation where things were really getting bad? And a big shout out to my my people that I've served in the military with. I see I've got a bunch of people that are following us uh, that I was in the military with in the Army. First Cav, first team. That's right, Fort Hood. Uh, also Fort Benning, uh, the, the home of the infantry. That's right. But go ahead. I, I don't even remember, remember what I asked you. It's like we weren't even having a like a conversation. It was, like, it was, it was almost sorry. as if we don't exist. I'm sorry. No, sorry. It's say- come and talk it with Michael Cargill. What we I'm, are not Michael Cargill. What Excuse I'm me. saying. Pause your privilege. What, <laughs> what I'm saying is this. Here's my. This is my thing. If there's actually something really bad happening and people need access to something, you can't price gouge because then people aren't going to be able to buy it except for the, all the rich people. That's not cool. So you think the government needs to step in and regulate this? And rarely. Make sure we're Rarely. Okay? Not the toilet paper thing. I'm saying it's a hypothetical. Like if there was actually something that was where a lot of people were dying, and I'm not talking about, you know, a couple thousand people or something. I'm talking about 
like a couple hundred thousand. People. I don't know. All I Maybe know a million right now people. Is I'm addicted to the wipes. I can't. I can't <laughs> stop wiping my hands. I'm like putting wipes over everything. I just can't control myself right now. Yeah. I'm just like wipes on the microphone. I'm wiping my hand every two seconds. I'm just like. Are, is there alcohol in those wipes? Yeah, I'm gonna decontaminate <laughs> myself when I go back to the house. I step into the house. My dogs will decontaminate me. Dogs hit me. Dogs can get the virus too. Not my babies. My girls are. Okay. I think, Michael, I think you have something different than coronavirus. No. What I have. You can't get what Michael has just by, like, it's, touching him. You're born that way. It's like some sort of a mental health disorder. <laughs> hey. I'm a disabled <laughs> I am a disabled vet, let me tell you. And by the way, our phone, our phone number, <laughs> I don't if think you're you... brave enough to call us, our phone number is 512-543-2284. That's 512-543-2284. Two two eight four. Once again, that's five one two five four three two two eight four. So basically, it's, it's like five one two five four three. Come and talk at C A T I. So let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to. Let me see. Uh, where's Eric? You on come and talk? What you got for me, Eric? Well, I, I got an explanation why everybody's buying the toilet paper. Why, Eric? Because I'm, oh, Eric, I'm, I'm waiting to hear this. Eric, I'm just like floored right now. What is up with the toilet paper? Go ahead, Eric. All right. So all the people who are panicking go right to the Internet where they uh, uh, put in something like surviving the pandemic. And it leads them right to prepper websites where it says, step one, buy thousands of boxes of, or rolls of toilet paper, buy water, buy hand sanitizer, buy rice, buy beans. All the things that the people are buying. Mm. And, that, that's, so I, and that's where it comes from. So it's the prepper's fault yeah, hey, Eric, for having a website. Well, Eric, um, do you know where I yeah, can find some these... TP in Austin? Because the, all the stores are out. Uh, JD's gas station at uh, 1826 and 45 has some. You got to tell me what city. to get a monster, and, and uh, that's in South Austin. Okay, in Austin. So, I'm going to stop there on my yeah. way home. Or you know what you can oh, yeah. do? Do it just like they do in some of those other countries. Uh, left hand for the food, right hand. For- <laughs> oh, <laughs> let me tell you. How about just oh, use a, how about a hot towel? You know, I have a yeah. Do you not have a bidet a in your stick. house? What about water? Water burger napkins work very well. <laughs> I, I use a bidet, and you. I would think you know what have people done before now? Did you? I mean, do you people bathe before now? Me? Seriously, you asking me? Yeah, you know what, Gary what? didn't though. He's. Not... I wash my hands. I take every, showers every now and then. Like once I, a week. I three no, on, every four day, on. sometimes twice a day. Seriously, really? I'm very, I'm very clean. Are you? I'm a very clean man. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna ask your doctor about that. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have health insurance, so I don't have a doctor. Oh my goodness! All right, so. All right, so men and and, and the gun store uh, and the gun stores, ammo sold out. I mean, there people were buying guns. They didn't care. People walked in. They didn't care what they were buying. I mean, they didn't know anything about a handgun. Didn't know what type of handgun you did too. Dump, 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 dump. <laughs> hey, has, has there been a lot of Asian people buying guns? Yes. Interesting. We've actually had uh, a lot of people from the Asian community actually come into the gun store to purchase firearms because they have been threatened by who uh threatening they've been threatened by people in the community because they feel a lot of people feel that the coronavirus has come from asia 
And so, yeah, people that are in the Asian community what that do you mean? What do you mean they feel it came from Asia? It didn't come from Asia. It came specifically from Wuhan, China. Okay, well, and, and it, it, I could be Korean. I could be Filipino, you know, and then people see me as being in the Asian community. Generalization. Exactly. Generalizing everyone being in that area without okay. – it, it's just – no, I, I feel you. They're man. uneducated. I, you. I just needed you to clarify. Yeah. And so they're targeting people, even if they're from the freaking Philippines. They're targeting them. They're saying, hey, you know, it's because of you we have the coronavirus. And, and they're threatened. And they're being threatened. So it's, it's happening. Well, a lot. I've got a story about that uh, during GGN. Okay. We'll talk about that soon. But it's, uh, it's very mm. interesting. And there's a, there's a gun store and owner in uh, San Gabriel County that – has an interesting take on this. All right. And so the state of Texas, the governor, Governor Abbott, has, he came out and he said, you know what? He declared a state of disaster in all 254 counties. Did you know there are 254 counties in Texas? Do now. Yes. Yeah, there are 254 counties in the state of Texas. That's right. And so this order it was issued by the governor, Governor Abbott. And so basically what it does is it says, hey, it consider as evidence sworn statement. It, 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 it's several pages long. And it just goes into the fact that, hey, the governor has said that, you know, because of this pandemic, um, they've decided to, you know, all courts in Texas may extend the statute of limitations in any civil case for a state um, period more than 30 days. Um, It basically says that require every participant in proceedings to alert the court if the participant has or knows of another participant who has COVID-19 or flu-like symptoms. So I guess basically when you get pulled over by police, you just hold up a little sign that says COVID-19. Would that work? Felicia? No? I mean, I'm willing to try it. I get pulled over all the time. I'm afraid to cough in public. I'm afraid to to clear my throat in public. Why? Yeah, the looks you get when you cough. Are you serious right now? (laughs) If you clear your throat and you cough, People lose their ever-loving mind. They do. I smoke a pack a day. I cough all over the place. You know what? It, you know what that's called? It's called you, social distancing. You You're going to die. You, if you Adler's this. been talking about that social distancing. I'm coughing. I'm you cough in front wheezing. of me. I'm, I'm clearing the room. <coughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You guys, look. Here's the here's the key to getting the social distancing. Start right. smoking because then you'll start coughing. People <laughs> will leave you alone. Oh my goodness! I'm so not little, kidding. Little update here. Um, Italy had uh, 368 new deaths in the last 24 hours. All right, we're talking about gun stores around the country. You sell nine guns and ammo. We're talking about grocery stores. There is, they're cutting down on how many people can come in at a time and from what hour to hour. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. We're talking all things firearms. Now, here's Michael Cargill. Now it's time for GGN, Global Gun News. Global Gun News, sponsored by Central Texas Gunworks, the largest online gun store in Texas. In the news. All right. So today we have, we got four stories here. We've got... To start out, we got the mayor of Champaign, Illinois, Deborah Frank Finan, declared a state of emergency earlier this week due to the spread of the coronavirus. Along with the declaration, Finan included ordinances which allow her to ban the sale of firearms, ammunition, and alcohol. The city communications manager, Jeff Hamilton, says none of the options will necessarily be implemented, but they are available. The city of 87,500 is yet to diagnose a single case. Some gun stores in the U.S. are reporting a rise in Asian customers amidst the panic over the coronavirus outbreak. One such store owner in San Gabriel Valley, David Liu, claims he has seen nearly 10 times the customers in the past few weeks. Liu's store is situated in a community with a large Asian-American population. They're all coming in because the media is telling them that Asians are being targeted, Liu said. According to Liu, the problem was exacerbated by the recent news reports suggesting certain U.S. cities may be put under quarantine. Lou says, it's just the most Chinese don't have guns. It's just that most Chinese don't have guns. They just come in and buy them now. Other gun shops across the country have, have reported similar trends. Australian authorities have begun investigating New South Wales lawmaker David Elliott after he supposedly fired prohibited guns at a prison range in 2018. The, in Australia, the firing of semi-automatic and automatic firearms is prohibited. Media outlets in Australia have reported Elliot fired a submachine gun and a semi-automatic pistol. Elliot and prison officials have, have blamed it on administrative error. If found guilty, Elliot could spend up to 14 years in prison. New Jersey prosecutors have dropped their, their felony charge against Roosevelt Twine. Twine was pulled over while driving for a window tent violation and ended up charged with violating gun laws. Police say he was illegally transporting a handgun. However, Twine was granted a handgun carry permit in 2019. Experts say the case illustrates how the intricate laws in New Jersey can confuse law enforcement and delay the judicial process. That's your global gun news, and I'm Gary Faust. Thanks for listening. So let's talk about, man, got to talk about the Stafford Act because the state of Texas, what they've done is uh, the governor has stepped out and called a uh, state of disaster for the entire state of Texas. And then in the Stafford Act, the uh, the president of the United States, he's come out and he said, you know what? Uh, we're going to call the, a national emergency for the entire country. And so what does that mean for gun owners? What do you think that means for gun owners? Well, let's talk about that. Well, in the Stafford Act, there's a Section 706 Firearms Policy, uh, 42 U.S.C. 5207. 
it says that prohibition on confiscation of firearms, basically it states that no officer or employee of the United States, including any member of the uniformed services or person operating pursuant to or under color of federal law or receiving federal funds or under control of any federal official or providing services to such an officer, employee, or other person while acting in support of relief from a major disaster or emergency may temporarily or permanently seize or authorize seizure of any firearm, the possession of which is not prohibited under federal, federal, state, or local law other than for forfeiture in compliance with federal law, or as evidence in a criminal investigation. So it requires registration. You cannot require registration of any firearm for which registration is not required by federal, state, and local law. You cannot prohibit possession of any firearm or any rule, regulation, or order prohibiting possession of any firearms in any place or by any person where such possession is not otherwise prohibited by federal, state, and local law. And you cannot prohibit the carrying of firearms by any person otherwise otherwise uh, authorized to carry firearms under federal, state, or local law solely because such person is operating under the direction, control, or supervision of the federal agency in support of relief from the natural uh, – basically from the uh, major disaster or emergency. So the limitations are nothing in this section shall be construed to prohibit any person – uh, in subsection A, from requiring the temporary surrender of a firearm. And subsection A is everything we just talked about. And as a condition for entry into and mode of transportation used for rescue or evacuation during a major disaster or emergency, providing that such temporarily surrendering firearms is returned at the completion of such rescue or evacuation. This is why it was very important that the state of Texas, the governor, signed a bill that went into law September the 1st, 2019, that stated that, you know, if it's a state of disaster, a state of disaster, and and you have to evacuate from that area, you don't need a license to carry. Well, unfortunately, we are not at that point where it's a state of disaster. It, we are at that point. It is a state of disaster, but we there's no evacuation. So because there's no evacuation, you still need a license in order to carry your handgun. So all those people that want to get a handgun and carry – uh, because of what's going on around the country and the state, you still have to get a license to carry handgun in order to carry your handgun. All right. So basically what this section of the Stafford Act says, it says, hey, you know what? But because of what happened in Katrina in New Orleans, you can't have a federal agency like the State Guard or National Guard or you can't have a uh, local police department deciding to confiscate firearms from you. And it's saying, hey, you know, since you know this is in effect, you can't just confiscate firearms and, and take them from people. Um, you know, so you, you just can't do that. So that's why, you know, the you know, I, I think this is a really good act. I'm glad this firearms policy is actually in this section of this act. And you know, knowledge is power. <clears throat> what do you think, Gary? If my if I may intrude here, um Donald Rutledge has made a good point in the comments on the video about, you know, this is going back to the toilet paper uh, scarcity. He says you should just buy a power washer. <laughs> what does that mean? 
I don't know if that would work out the way that Donald's thinking it would work out. Well, you know what a bidet is, Michael. I do. I'm sure you're familiar. Now, oh, yeah. he's I, saying, I can feel that right now. Now, I've heard. It would probably work out for Michael. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've been well, warned. you'd feel a power washer a lot more. Okay. Power washer is basically a, um, you know, a high-pressure bidet. <laughs> I think that's Mr. Rutledge's point. Okay. I just, I just saw that in the comments. I thought it was pertinent to the conversation. Uh, Skip Davis, he's an attorney. He says that federal interest rates have been cut to zero just announced. Is that true? That's true. Where did that come from? To zero? That's what, it, that's what they say. Federal interest rates have been cut to zero. It's just been announced. Uh, so CBS is reporting near zero. And they launched a $700 billion quantitative easing program. All right, so let's look into this so we can get the right information. Well, you know that the Federal Reserve just pumped $1.57 trillion into, the, into Wall Street. Mm-hmm. You aware of that? No. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of money. Mm. All right. and, and combined with the, the interest rates being lowered, I think they're trying to you know, inject the economy with some sort of a – it's a stimulus, I guess. Right. And in Travis County in Austin, they postponed all misdemeanor and felony trial, uh, jury trials and – Many other court setting, uh, settings through May 8th amid concerns over the spread of the new coronavirus. Uh, this announcement came down on Saturday, that, yesterday. That's, that's, that sucks. You know, that's, you know why that sucks? Because why there's that probably suck? a bunch of people sitting in jail that is correct. waiting for their court date. Do and not, now they're going to be stuck there through the whole, this whole pandemic. Do not get arrested, people. From now until this is over, do not get arrested. Because the, if you're I, expecting I, a juror trial, you're not going to get it. Yeah. That's horrible. Man, that's 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 crazy. Uh, so uh, this happened Saturday morning from State District Judge Brenda Kennedy, the presiding judge over the county's criminal courts. The policy complies with orders from Texas two highest courts, the Supreme Court and the Court of Criminal Appeals. In addition to the postponement of jury trials, all defendants who are out of jail will not have to appear before a scheduled setting in their case until after May 8th. And the courthouse will not close down entirely, but special case settings arranged by the parties emerging, uh, basically emergency hearings, mental health and related hearings, protective order cases and non-contested docket settings and appearances for in-jail cases will continue. Do you think they're going to shut down the airports? It's coming. You think so? I think by the end of this week, uh, we're going to see states start shutting down their states. I think by... It, if, if it's not going to happen by the end of this week, definitely within the next two weeks. And I, do you think this is an overreaction? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm what not, do you think? I'm not a biologist. I cannot, I'm not educated enough to make that decision. Yeah, so I'm going to kind of echo what Michael is saying just so I don't get trolled on the internet. Um, <laughs> I think that you should be prepared. I don't think people should panic, and I think – it's the same thing that happened when Hurricane Harvey hit and the entire city of Austin forced ourselves into a gas shortage because everyone freaks out and they don't sit and understand um, what's actually happening. I think that the biggest effect of, of this pandemic is going to be economic. Um, NBA, all this, uh, NCAA, all the sports have shut down. There's a lot of low-level workers who rely on those sports seasons, janitors, concession stand workers, Security. Well, uh, you know, parking. bartenders so really... and, and 
and uh, servers have been very negatively affected. One hundred percent. Friend of mine told me he lost. Mm-hmm. He he calculated that he lost four thousand dollars because of South by. Mm. And yeah. Now I will say this: he uh, he dropped out of high school. I don't know how good he is at math, but if I give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> He still might have lost like two grand, and that's a lot of money for people that are that are translation. By. Translation. He says, "Dude, you can't add." Translation. Gary should be nicer to his friends. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> is w- there's two big effects that are going to happen from this outside of the health scare, and that's an economic crisis and uh, supply chain disruption. That's what. That's why I'm saying that this. I think this. I'll, I'll go on record saying it. If you guys don't have the uh, the balls to go ahead. I do think it's an overreaction because I think the actual health aspect of it is going to largely be mitigated by by people, you know, quarantining themselves if they're sick. Yeah, and I, I mean, that's what the social distancing thing is. So there's this really great Forbes article. I'll find the link and put it in the comments of the show so y'all can look at it. And it's called Flattening the Curve. I'm sure that a lot of people have heard of it. And it's actually trying to prevent what happened in Italy. So they had all of their cases all at once, overwhelmed the healthcare system, overwhelmed the doctors, and they they just couldn't handle it, which is why they had so many deaths like Zach, Zach talked about earlier. Because we're social distancing and we are trying to keep people away from big groups where they can transmit the virus, we're going to flatten the curve, meaning that we'll have a very similar amount of cases, but we'll have it over 60 to 90 days so that the healthcare industry does not get overwhelmed and they are able to restock yeah, but the fact of the matter is that most people who get coronavirus aren't going to die. Gun stores in the U.S. sold out of guns and ammo in one day. Grocery stores only allowing small groups at a time inside the stores. The Stafford Act is now in effect. What does that mean for gun store gun owners, gun owners, and also race and the coronavirus? Let's talk about that. Let's review the data from the 1918 influenza pandemic. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Brittany Glaze, and I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back. We're talking about this madness, this mayhem. This is worse than Sandy Hook. When Sandy Hook, the Sandy Hook shooting happened, I thought, man, 
this is it was insane. But but this week has been crazy. You say coronavirus and people have lost their ever-loving mind from things from toilet paper to guns to ammunition, you know, running into the gun store, just buying things. And, you know, it's just insane. Uh, Donald says uh, Hoboken, New Jersey, implements overnight curfew for all residents. Um, Dylan uh, says that go gun, go to the gun stores and hold them all. Find a few that feels good in your hand and then research them and and or get Mike's advice. Uh, Skip says 11 bang bang in the house. What up, Skip? And <laughs> our calling number is just so you know, is 512-543-2284. That is 512. And no, Shane is not long distance call. It is not long distance. If you have a cell phone, it's all the same. Matter of fact, as some cell phone companies have decided to what? They decided to like uh, not, uh, you know, get a little lenient on the data and all that good kind of stuff. So, you know, and also in, in I know in Travis County in Austin, if you haven't paid your electric bill, they're, they're not going to shut you off. So you're good there. You yeah, the ISPs uh, are raising speeds and suspending I data guess. caps. Yeah, yeah. So I you, won't be paying my electric. No, nah, you better. Because <laughs> when this is all over, you're going to be done. Well, you know, I yeah. pay my child support first. <laughs> but our call-in number is 512-543-2284. That's 512-543-2284. Uh, Donald says, but uh, I don't know what, I can't say that. Uh, <laughs> Diane says, I already got dumped for one thing I said. Diane said, toilet paper is a mind control program to see if people can be controlled. Hey, it what? worked 100%. Wait. Who who said this? Diane said that. Diane, call in right now. <laughs> she, you'll see at the bar. Uh, Mary says this is real. The World Health Organization has said dogs can't get the coronavirus, so dogs who are who were quarantined have been released. So who let the dogs out? <laughs> oh man, Mary, that was good, uh, Mary. <laughs> Mary, Mary, that was good, Mary. That, that was, was good. pretty good. That was real good. Woo. Mary, Mary, Mary. And Skip says federal interest rates have cut to near zero. Near zero. Near zero. Um, And also Shane says, I got COVID-21. That's the man version. (laughs) What is COVID-21? And Teresa Cleghorn said today, Italy said, because they're so overwhelmed with COVID-19 patients and breathing distress, the elderly will no longer be treated. Can you fact check that? I saw that as well. I just saw it. I saw the Did story you? of it. Yeah. Okay. Business but, but that, that doesn't make sense because the elderly are the only demographic that is dying from it. Mm. Right. I think and she also says that I think people have heard that some police and sheriff's departments need to social need to social distance. Also, so will only you know re- what they will <laughs> only respond if someone's life is in danger. Plus, there are places rele- they're they're releasing people in jails, even prisons. And if they eat, were nonviolent offenders and most people feel s- less safe. You know what? I think the, the I agree with the social distancing <laughs> regarding the police. Yeah. Speeding tickets. Um, parking tickets, DUIs. Whoa, Heath, Heath says in Las Vegas, verify this. Someone Google this. Las Vegas hotels laid off 150,000 people last night for starters. 
Is that that's, true? That's not going to be good for the economy if it is true. Is that true? Someone Google that. Stocks are, you know, you know, a uh, company. Felicia, can you Google that? You know, company layoffs are actually uh, closely related to how stocks do. Because if a bunch of companies start laying people off, it mm-hmm. gives the impression that the stock market recession is going to be long term. Right. Yeah. So if that's happening, that's not a, that's not good news for stocks. Which means buy as many stocks as you can right now because they are all dirt cheap. Mm. Yeah, MGM is laying off a bunch of people. Are they closing some of their businesses? Yep. That's not one hundred fifty thousand though. I, I, one hundred fifty thousand. That, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a big that's number. A massive that amount. I mean, I mean, so I mean, for, some, for them to lay some people off, I can understand. You know, that's a totally different story. But to say one hundred fifty thousand, that's a lot. All right, so let's and let's talk about um, man the race in nineteen eighteen because uh, Mr. Um, John McAfee, John McAfee, we tried to get him on the show, we we couldn't reach him, but John McAfee said, well, you know what? well blacks well, are not hey, affected you know what? by you got to I got to you got to give the guy a break because he is on the run from the U.S. government. Whatever. He's, what he's, do you mean? What he's a kook. He's crazy. No, he's yeah, he's crazy. a nut job. I don't think he's crazy. I think he's a nut job. I think he embellishes think because he, it gets him media exposure. He's a nut job. No. Yeah, he's three sheets in the wind. He needs to stop I drinking. Disagree. He needs to stay off the Kool Aid. Back away. Step away from the mic. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Stay out of the the COVID area. You don't if think you, know he, you mean. don't think he says stuff like that to get people riled up? Uh, he probably does. That's that's my point. Yeah, he says race in 1918 influenza. Let's let's talk about race and what happened in 1918 because McAvee says that blacks are not affected by the COVID. They're not affected by um, this pandemic that we're experiencing today. And so let's let's take a look at uh, a study that was done. It, it was published back in July 12th of 2019. And it was published in the U.S. National Liberty of Medicine National Institutes of Health. And it says that during the epidemics, the poorest part of the population usually suffers the most. And it says that back in 1918 through 1918, the Spanish flu, the pandemic, affected a third of the global population, killing an estimated 50 to 100 million globally. That's 2.5 percent to 5 percent. And 675,000 in the United States. That's a 0.7%. And uh, we have not done a, you know, they haven't done a systematic review of the, of the literature. The reason for this choice is that most of the literature on the topic typically published from 1918 until the early 1930s is not indexed and in databases and things of that nature. All right, so. Back in 1914, the regular army of professional soldiers consisted of 127,000 troops um, and 164,000 National Guard officers and enlisted men serving state governments. So this is what we're, you know, what we're looking at. Black people and the foreign-born served in numbers greater than their proportion of the overall population at the time. And uh, this, the survey data exists for 18 cities and some rural areas in the United States. And basically what it's saying is that that this type of data includes, for example, influenza cases reported to a doctor and death certificates issued by a doctor using official health and population statistics. So, uh, so was was the black population affected by the nineteen eight the nineteen seventeen influenza pandemic as much as the white population? Because what their point is is that the lower income communities usually are hit harder, which would be the black population in nineteen seventeen. They're saying the black population, which were expected to have higher influenza morbidity or mortality 
had lower morbidity or met- and mortality than the white population during the autumn of 1918. And that was due to the fact that they're more likely exposed to mild influenza virus no. yearly. That's what, the, that's what, it, that's what that his, said. His explanation is that for this was that black people were more exposed to a, a mild spring or summer. That's what I just said. Oh, okay. All right, all right, fine, whatever. <laughs> that's influenza. That's right. different than this. Wave. Okay, so that's that's why I think this is a false comparison. Right. And so in this paper, they reviewed that the literature from the pandemic of 1918 to better understanding the crossover in the role of race and, and mortality, that the population had lower morbidity, and during September, October, November, had lower mortality, but higher case fatality than the white population. So do you think this is a valid parallel to the coronavirus or not? I don't know. I think I think when McAfee says stuff like that, he, he's he, crazy. No, he's not. I think he's. I think he pulls something up. He's trying to give people that false that false sense of security. No, I think he's just trying to get a conversation going. I think he's a nut job. Why do you think that? I'm just saying. You say crazy stuff all the time. I say crazy stuff all the time. Most of the time, we're joking. That's right. But we all call you nut job. That's right. <sighs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> I, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, so just keep this in mind, you know, as the this is exactly why, you know, uh, today an ordinance has passed in, in Champaign, Illinois, to empower the mayor to, you know. It, yeah, that is that. wild. I do not yeah. like that at all. Yeah. So it, if, if now isn't that is, hey, real quick, you got does, five seconds, doesn't five seconds. that go against the Stafford Act? What did he do? What did he do? The, the mayor of Champaign, Illinois, said that they put an ordinance in place that can ban the sale of firearms, ammunition, and alcohol. That goes the, al- the, the ammunition and firearm part goes against the Stafford Act. Does and, it not, Michael? It does. And this is why a lot of states in the United States have said, you know, we're not going to allow this to happen. We have laws to prevent state and local officials from using the exercise of their emergency powers as a pretext to infringe the right and to keep and bear arms. As always, more guns equals less crime. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.